Hello, everyone. My name is Jana Kemmer, and welcome to Switchcraft, the Fingerboard podcast. I'm sitting here, as usual, over the internet with my friend <laughs> and co-host, Julian Bono. How's it going, guys? And we have yeah. another guest this time. Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, guys? I'm uh, Ryan Bernier. Yeah, so uh, he's uh, the founder, creator, whatever, of uh, of Loft. And we want to talk about, yeah, stuff with him. So, yeah, so first of all, uh, how long have you been fingerboarding? Like, when, when did you start? I and would say I started in 2009. So it was like my junior year of high school. Uh, but, like, when I was little, you know, I had the tech decks. I could ollie, which most people could. I used three fingers, but I could, you know, I had the, the basics there. And then uh, a buddy of mine, we were out skating, and he pulls out his tech deck, and then he's like, yo, name, name a trick, and I can do it. And I'm like, okay, kickflip. Oh, yeah, okay, kickflip. But then I was like, barely heal. I was like, I have him stumped. There's no way he could barely heal on a fingerboard. And he does the first try, and I'm like, all right, I'm interested. That's his you know? Do you remember uh, when that was? Like how many years ago, roughly? Yeah, so like eleven years. It's yeah, been, been a while. Yeah. Yeah. A pretty solid entry, yeah. Um. Uh, do you remember when you when you got like serious about it, or got your first uh, wooden fingerboard, or when did you realize that there is an actual scene of people doing it? So I'd always hear from my, my buddy, Matt, same one, and uh, our other friend, Norm. They were both not really into the scene. They were making videos and stuff. Like, I think, like, Skate to the Death was their YouTube channel or something like that. And they had these, vi like, videos, like, actual just montage videos, and I was blown away by it. Uh, so then from there, like, I got, you know, a new tech deck, like, a good one. I bent the nose and tail, like, with lighting them on fire. Yeah. Um skate grip on it uh, i think the well the first setup i got was probably 2010 early 2010 i don't know there was a video of me unboxing it it's awful don't don't watch it <laughs> it's out there it's out there uh and that was just a flat face g12 complete and so i guess that's you could say when i started taking it somewhat seriously i still wasn't good at the time uh by any means but slowly taking the steps and then I didn't really get into the scene of it until I would say 2011 ish maybe it was it was right after a breakup uh and I I needed something to kind of get my mind off of it like to divert my attention elsewhere so uh we knew a guy Drew Bowman who old, like a lot of old school people might remember him um but he was in, like, used to be into the scene, like FFI, uh, and I think he's tried to do a company at one point or something, like, I don't know. Uh, but so I reached out to him, and I was like, hey, can you get me on FFI? Like, I just started a YouTube channel. Uh, can you get me out there? Because I want to, you know, like, divulge myself into this. So then he, he set it up, because that was, like, it was invite only at the time. So I'm, I don't know how, it was, seemed all crazy, but it's like you're in a secret club or something, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it was super exclusive yeah. back in the day. Yeah, so that's and at that time, I think I was on like my second fingerboard. I probably, I probably got Berlin with it that, by then. And then, uh, yeah, so I said like 2011 is when I started, like the best years. I don't know if that's just nostalgia kicking in, but those are the, those are the best years of fingerboarding. Nah, it was, good, think, it was a good time. I to think start. you're right. Like, 2011 here was the Black River store just booming. I yeah, think that's um, that that was like an international ripple that just went through everything. No, it just wasn't around at the time. <laughs> so sorry, so sorry to hear that. <laughs> that's when actually people made YouTube videos. Then remember that? Oh yeah, holy. crazy. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all there was. I think when when I stopped fingerboarding. I don't think there was YouTube yet. Like either either YouTube didn't wasn't like popular it wasn't as a platform the main yet. Portal. Yeah. I, I yeah. think like was it like two thousand maybe six or seven ish is when I started getting on YouTube. Yeah, I don't really and, know. And two thousand seven is when I stopped. So yeah, but back then there there was like 
most videos were like you had to buy them from someone at, at an event with like a <laughs> yeah or uh, I have it somewhere here the uh, I still have the Fabian Schweiter Afobi DVD somewhere here which uh, like it's like a self-burned CD that he did and yeah <laughs> that's how fingerboard videos were back then and of course uh, pissing fingers as a VHS tape Oh wow! <laughs> this is get much did, more really? old school than that. Last, they're, they're on like number three right now, right? That's what uh, yeah, yeah. The, but but the last one was ages ago, so yeah. yeah. I remember that uh, was that actually was 2011. Yeah, see, um, perfect. That was yeah. That's why it's so fingers, good. You know, Fast Fingers 14 was the premiere of uh, Pissing Fingers 3, which was delayed by four hours by. Us Berlin because we arrived late and we had basically everybody on board. We had Elias and we had, we we just had everybody, so we just I, I yeah the made DVD. them wait. <laughs> I I bought that DVD like I bought the digital version of it, and then they didn't have the Dimitri full part on the digital version. So then I had to go buy the DVD too after because that that's <laughs> I was blown away by that video. That that's the one that like I need to see this all the time. Harry did an amazing job editing it. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. like since I came back, I have watched all all three parts like religiously once in a while. Like uh, it's pretty much a routine now where I throw in pissing fingers one or two or three since I wasn't around for that one. Yeah, they were great videos. Yeah. But how how did you come to like be a stable uh I don't know just uh, a part of the scene like uh, going to rendezvous was that a thing that was on your mind or well, were so you, you aware of events or how uh, does that would, work you would see like on Mike's videos rendezvous. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like tons of people. And it's like, okay, I need to go. So the first one I went to was Rendezvous 11. It was, uh, I think it was like on an Easter weekend-ish. They usually kind of are in uh, yeah. April. Um, and I, me and my buddy Matt went. My parents drove us up. Uh, and I didn't really, like, I just filmed the whole time, but I didn't really meet anyone. You yeah. Like, you had, like, a conversation with someone, but then it's just like, oh, I don't even know who that was, type deal. Like, remember who that was. Uh, and then I think the next one was 12, which was in the summer. And it was one of, like, the first summer ones he did for Rendezvous. When he just got the, uh, the not the current location, but the previous location. Like, yeah. his, own, his own personal spot, not, like, a one that he rented out. Uh, well, not the one he would rent out for a day. And... By that time, I had a friend, Joel Hartnett, who I w wish he was still in the scene. He might still fingerboard on his own, but such an amazing person. Just have a conversation with about anything, super down to earth, uh, amazing fingerboard too. Uh, but he lived in Syracuse, New York, which is like an hour from me. And uh, so I did like an event at one point, and that's how me and him met. He came down to the event. So around rendezvous 12, I had some friends, uh, like from the, from the New York area that were there. So then I started meeting other people from there. Uh, and then it just kind of trickled from, from that point on. I remember the, the, the summer rendezvous, rendezvous 12, I, I had business cards that I brought with me. Cause the first, like I said, I, I don't, I don't remember anyone I talked to the first time, you know, <laughs> so I made these business, hold on, hold on, I probably got one. Give me a sec. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go, here we go. Look at that, look at that. It's got my oh, name wow. on my YouTube channel. And I just threw these out, you know? Ah. I just threw them out with the stickers and whatnot. But it was so, like, people would, rem like, remember talking. It's like, oh, yeah, I have this thing. I can go check out his video now and th things like that. So yeah, maybe that was, I think, a big back, part. Yeah. I love watching, like, uh, what I got at Rendezvous videos. And then they just had, oh, yeah, I got this, like, business card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, and then, you know, it's history from there. And then I think, like, 
went, I actually like started meeting more people at the next rendezvous because then I actually came out with my buddy Joel and like stayed at Mike's for the first time and things like that. Yeah. I might have like the numbers mixed up or something, but yeah. Man, just made videos, you know. Eventually, more and more people start watching them. And man, I miss making videos, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. your clips are still pretty fire, and your YouTube still works. <laughs> it still works, yeah. Well, it's, it's, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to make videos. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it became harder and harder and harder to film. Because it's like, I don't want to film the same thing, same trick. Mm. Uh, and it it became difficult. And not, like, I kind of, I got over that somewhat recently. Where I'm like, ah, screw it, you know? Now I'm more interested in making a cool spot and utilizing it in a fun way than yeah. I am actually filming a specific trick. Because that, that, it just drove me mad. It's like, this trick I want to do, and I'm not moving on until I film this trick. And then I would set the spot up around doing that trick right and it's like an hour or two just to get one one clip mm-hmm. for a three minute mm-hmm. video and especially like nowadays if i put that on youtube all right like five people will see it <laughs> yeah yeah thing about youtube it's not really a thing anymore sadly somehow it's dead but i think that i mean that's just a personal theory of mine, but I think one of the motors of YouTube fingerboarding was Harry. And as he stopped in 2013, late 2013, mm-hmm. everything else kind of subsided. Like, I mean, the, and like, there's, there's still a lot of fingerboarding on YouTube. But the styles oh. changed drastically. Like, it's not so much about just filming a trick and posting an edit. It's more about the vlog style. Yeah. So you still have people like Chibi Muffin, Kelsey, uh, the guy from Australia. The from guy. Wild. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember. Uh, I don't re- remember his name. Like, uh, Undial? Yeah. Yeah, and then dialed. Yeah, so and All those right. videos, those videos get huge numbers. Like they, they have thousands of clicks, and but, but it's more like YouTube, YouTube yeah. oriented than yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, on, it's on a skate park. Yeah, and, and then more. and then you have like guys like Ben Ben Dulac. Yeah. Who exclusively put, yeah, he's fucking awesome. Oh, he, who um, mostly only posts edits, and I think those do significantly less than the, like, more vloggy yeah. videos. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah. And I've been hugely against Instagram from the get go. And really, the only reason I have one now is because I have a business, and that's the only yeah. way I can reach out to people. Is through Instagram. Like I don't have a personal one. It's just lost. That's my only Instagram. I just made it last year, and I like I use it to do my posts. I'll check up on like the couple people, the four people I follow. <laughs> like, <laughs> see if they're posting anything. I'll respond to messages, and like, I'll occasionally get lost in the search and just kind of scrolling through things. Who's but the, who's the fourth? The fourth? Oh, it's my my uh, my buddy Anthony. Paco, we call him. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Just, so uh, I was, I was, had to, I forgot my phone in his car one day. So <laughs> I had to go onto Instagram and message him. He'd be like, hey, my phone's in your car. <laughs> so, <laughs> computer. And I noticed that he was one follower away from like 2000 or something like that. So I was like, ah, I got it. I got to follow him. You know, I got to be number 2000. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But and then he made a, a personal fingerboard account that wasn't related to his other one. So I unfollowed that one and then followed his fingerboard one. Because uh, oh, wow. I mean it's like flow for the team, I guess you could say, you know. Hmm. Okay, that's yeah, a good one. Just I'm only following people that like I, I sponsor and then I don't want anything else to do with Instagram other than just my reach out. 
<laughs> I mean, that's a statement. Like, uh, but your your Instagram, like, it works as well. Like, building up a business through Instagram has worked for you, as it seems. Or yeah, not. pretty as well, as I guess. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, it's, I, I will say I've enjoyed it, I guess, because it's nice yeah. to actually be able to reach out to people through that form. I would yeah. prefer to do it through video on YouTube, but, you know, it's got to change with the times. Yeah, but, mm, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I love what people are doing with it in terms of, like, I can share other people, like, when people will tag me in something, mm-hmm. I can share it to my story <clears> and, like, help them get, like, uh, pl- like, notoriety from that or you know like i i really like seeing that so that's what yeah. i do like about it but otherwise instagram can just go <laughs> yeah 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 i only got instagram because of fingerboarding but yeah i use it way too much now yeah i mean that's how that's how it is all social media so facebook uh i mean people with snapchat now it's crazy they're just yeah. they just i can't i i We'll never get a Snapchat. That one's too far. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, I'm going to take a picture of the ceiling and say hey to someone. Like, yeah, that's, you know, good form of communication. Could have just texted it. Yeah. I, I wasn't even big on smartphones until, uh, like, I needed a GPS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also was late to the smartphone game. Like, only when I, uh, when I started uh, designing an app, I never had used an app before. I was like, maybe I should get a get a smartphone so I know. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. What the fuck I'm talking about? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, people were like, yeah, do it like this in the Facebook app, and I'm like, I've never seen the Facebook app. Yeah. Yeah, for for me as well. Like, I never filmed stuff. Like my fingerboarding was never actually recorded up to the time I got my phone, which was some time in 2.16, and I just figured, okay, let's go. Let's do one. Let's let's do a profile, because YouTube wouldn't have worked in 2.16, like, okay. starting it. Nah, no way. But dude, these cameras on these phones, though, are ridiculous. Like, they're yeah. so good. Yeah. And it's like, I'm still... It's like I only film on my my actual cameras, and like my buddy was trying to do. He's like, ah, I'd, I'd film, but I don't have a camera. It's like, dude, you have a phone. Like that's probably better than your old camera. It definitely is. You know, you can uh, film slow mo. You can film slow mo. It's it's so easy. You know, yeah, get a death uh, lens uh, if you want, like a little sure. baby guy. You know, <laughs> they're so good. Um. But how about uh, the, the the European journey you went with Mike on? Yeah, the Battle of what's, the Heretics. Exactly. What's the story behind that? Like, that's uh, where we met. Kind so, of. I just posted uh, a full-length part. I think, uh, Defining Myself. And uh, Timo saw it and then posted it on Facebook. And my buddy David, uh, Bearful of Rails, tagged mm-hmm. me in it because the female was looking for me, apparently. So then I, I saw that and I was like, oh, so I'll message him. So I messaged uh, Timo and he's like, hey, I want you to be in Ballot at the Herricks because, like, I don't know if it's still invite only last time I did, but at the time, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let me see if I can go. You know? Uh, okay. So then I, I, I uh, texted Mike and I was like, hey, so are you, uh, you going? Because I'm not going alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm going. And at this time, I didn't really like. I think I Facebook messaged him, because uh, at the time I didn't really know him that well. Like I'd say at his house like once or twice, but that was about it. Okay, right. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm going." So then I think in like January, I drove out to like a store session. We bought our tickets, uh-huh. uh, and then yeah, the, I I am so glad I went, and I wish I could have kept going. But like you know, with yeah. work gets in the way, and it's just like it, I, that's like work overcame my life. So then I had to kind of take a step back, and that's what I'm doing now. Where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. work doesn't run my life anymore, so now yeah. I can do these things. So it's definitely a trip I want to make again because I met so many people 
so many people that I had no, like never even known about. And I love them to that to this day, you know? And like the, uh, like the session you uh, had with you and I think Gleb. Yeah. Yeah. For so, sure. Um, and Flo who, uh, from Austria that I think he would film a lot of stuff with. I don't remember his last name, uh, but we, he filmed a lot of stuff with Elias. We had a huge session with him at Harry's uh, and just even just staying with Harry in the, like the get go. Oh my. It's like the person that I have been idolizing for all these years, I'm staying at his house and using that part, that infamous. It's like what, you know, skateboarders feel like probably going to the barracks, you know? Yeah. For sure. like, it's just coincidentally, it's called the Harrods. <laughs> so, uh, and then like filming on it, it's a, and it, that was like you know maybe 2013, 2000, yeah, probably 2013. So when Harry started kind of getting out of it for a bit, mm-hmm. so he, unfortunately he wasn't as involved with all of us uh, as we would have hoped. Um, yeah. But uh, just and then the Black River store, like I I wish there was a place around here, like anywhere in the United States, like that. You know, it's people can just go and chill, skate skate shop fingerboard shop just just chill like i don't know how it is outside of that like battle to herricks or any event that's there just like you just go there tons of people people filming people just hanging out all around like the shop part just there's a dude doing magic at one point like oh, so freaking fun uh yeah dude eric with his magic <laughs> holy <laughs> shit <laughs> I remember I grabbed oh Mike's camera. I was like, we got to film this for the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so today it's more like on the weekend is like usually when people come because, um, yeah, you, you have like the locals who show up Regularly. every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And you never know who's there. Like one day I'll just stop by when I'm in the area and someone else might stop by or it's just me and Timo or me and Ramon or sometimes it's like 10 of us like that really fluctuates and then you have like Fridays and Saturdays where usually people from out of town come and a lot of times I don't even like go into the back to the parks like I just chill in the front Mm -hmm. talk with people hang out and yeah yeah that yeah. happened a lot of times. It's it's more relaxed nowadays than back in the back in the days of two two thirteen. Mm-hmm. But still, it's the the feeling is still the same. I'd say mm-hmm. it's still just booming. well. I wouldn't say booming, but still the 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 basic feeling of you know of. Having a chilled session with with one another is just uh, it's still the same basically. Yeah, but, and a lot of times, like uh, you know, uh, people who are there who aren't from Berlin, like it's probably that their only time they gonna be there, or yeah. at least the only time in like a year, and that that also makes it special because it, for us, like it's our second. Second, second home, home. yeah yeah because yeah. uh, like for us it's not really anything special anymore and all the people like when i hang out there and play a game of skate like one time i i realized well all six other people in this game of skate are berlinwood riders like that's <laughs> just what happens and it's you don't really think about that sort of thing and when someone else uh, comes there who hasn't been there before like you see the the big eyes and yeah, fi- yeah. Fil- filming everywhere and yeah so sometimes they they don't talk to anyone because they're like too shy yeah not and I think not really used to uh, think of wanting with other people oh yeah and sure. yeah most of the time some of us like just start hey do you want to play a game of skate and yeah that's that's the uh, the icebreaker right there want to play a game yeah. of skate. <laughs> it, it is <laughs> and yeah. then when they're like hey you choose a park and I'm like I'm here every day like you choose one so <laughs> <laughs> <Not> again <laughs> yeah, like, you guys are super fortunate because it's like most of us just 
you'll have like one or two friends that might fingerboard and then you get together you know maybe once a week if that if you're like super into it you know other than that especially as we get older it's like okay maybe we'll have like one session a month yeah like and that's what was nice about living out in mass like with mike and in that area where people would always be visiting him so to kind of you're always mm-hmm. fingerboarding with people, you know. Mm. Oh yeah, you, you you lived with Mike for for a pretty long time, right? Uh, I lived with him for a year. Oh yeah, okay. Like almost exactly a year, actually. It's yeah. Been, like maybe a year and like a month or two. Um, yeah, a little little pink room across the street, across the hall from him. <laughs> yeah, he uh, what's it like? He, I'd done like events, and I think, uh he stayed with me to come to the event and he stayed at my house. And after that, he was like, Hey, so you like want to move in with me? And at the time it's like, I was going nowhere with like work or anything like that. You know, it's just like, why might as well take this opportunity while I can, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, mo- I moved in with him. I think two days after my 22nd birthday, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And, uh, it was like, it was crazy. Cause when you think about it, you're like, you don't ever imagine living on your own. And like, mm-hmm. it's like freaked me out just thinking about it. I was like, how am I going to like sustain pay rent? Like, how am I going to grocery shopping? Like all these other things. And I like just mentally wasn't ready for it. But uh, like having my friends like him and Jay, like it was such an easy transition. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I did that with him for a year, which I got to get way closer with a lot of other fingerboarders that I normally wouldn't have. Cause like you only see everyone at rendezvous time and just to get like a nice, good conversation with someone, it's very difficult to have. Yeah. There's always, yeah, always yeah. distractions, you know? So, uh, like in those are the moments I look forward to the most now where it's like just something like a pull you, you and someone go to the side and just like talk for a bit, you know? Um, but yeah. And then after a year of doing that, I got my own place which was like my dream apartment. It was a loft, which that's where the name came from. I'll, I'll, I can, I'll get in that when we start talking about the company. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was my baby. I love that thing to death. And it was like 10 minutes from Mike. It's great. Yeah, those, uh, those early conversations uh, or those like conversations with people at single morning events, that's also one of the things I like most about those events. Like, and uh when when we're at a like big event like uh, fast fingers or Aussie, it's usually like only like that stuff only happens at like 10 in the morning when nobody's awake yet and there's only like two three people chilling and then you can have like actual conversations and or talk with people you haven't seen in ages and, yeah 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 and it's like i'm not big about big groups I get, mm-hmm. I, 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 I kind of shut down. I just focus, like the first couple like Ronnie was went to, it's just like, I was just there to film, you know, that was cause I, I don't like being around all like tons of people. It's just like, I'll just film. And then I just, I focus on this and then it slowly drifted into, I don't even film anymore. And now I just, I'm looking forward to seeing people and yeah. it's like, that's what it is to me now for Ronnie, but it's like, Oh yeah, it's cool that we're all here fingerboarding, but like, how are you? Like, fill me in. What's going on? <laughs> uh huh. For sure. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's talk about the company. Uh, so, uh, when when did you have had the idea to to start Loft? Because you uh, you haven't had that company for too long, right? Nah, you only I, launched I it like a year yet. Yeah. So. I exclusively pretty much only use granite obstacle like things. Uh, like that's what my whole park, you know, like after watching all the Harris videos and stuff like that, it's like, that was always the aesthetic I was going for, which is I want to look as street as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it dawned on me after like a couple of years, which I wasn't into the scene that much before I started a uh, lot. It was just kind of like, I would hear things from other people, but it's like, I haven't gotten a new obstacle in years. I've just been yeah. using the same things. And I was, and I looked out there, there was nothing, not, no one doing granite stuff. Everything is just wood or concrete, which, mm-hmm. you know, that people 
like I know people love the feeling of concrete when it gets all chipped up and like it gets all that like grittiness and gives it some bite. I just want smooth granite, you know? That's that's yeah. home. That's home to me. So there was nothing out there. So I was like, well, why don't I just do it? So I, I bought a, a wet saw and like a, a polisher and I, I, I couldn't do it at my loft. So I would travel back to New York and went out like, I think it started this, like two summers ago. It's like two years ago. I like made a couple uh, like black planters. Like that's why mm-hmm. I started just, I was like, I want, I, it's like, I, that's something I know I can do. Let me make this. Uh, and then like the next time I went home, made something else like I made like an up down ledge that I will still probably never do anything with um and then uh from there I got different grant like I just used black granite at the time so then I got different colors uh and I made a couple planters and um made a lounge and then I brought those to rendezvous with me just to kind of see the interest that was there and people were really digging it's like i think i got like at the time i didn't even have a name for a company or anything it's like oh you should do it's like i don't i don't know what to call it people are just like oh call it granite granite like thinking of what is that so shitty <laughs> it's it's comical yeah. Uh. so yeah and then i kind of got to a point where it's like i want to do this i'm enjoying doing this uh, but I had no means to do it. Like I, I was, we'd, we'd cut stuff back in New York, like you know, when I was visiting for whatever reason it would be. And then I would come back to Massachusetts and I would be in my bathtub polishing the granite. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. So like the first couple of things, like the lounge you have, that was polished in my bathtub, buddy. <laughs> 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 now, I'm not sitting there naked or anything, but you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and then I kind of got to the point with like work. I was a lot had a lot of changes um, with work, and it was just making me miserable. And I'm like, screw this, I'm done. You know, like I worked my butt off for ten years, and I'm not happy. And I'm only working to sustain, like, because it was expensive to live in Mass. I'm only working to sustain a life that isn't making me happy. You know, so it's what was the point of anything I'm doing? And all in mass, there wasn't really much keeping me there in terms like I had friends like Mike and stuff. But other than that, it was just kind of like I don't have family out here. Um, And it's just like every day feels the same. I go to work and I go home. And then like I might like especially towards that, I was kind of getting into a depression where like me and Mike would make plans, like, hey, let's, you know, go, let's hang out this weekend. And then I just wouldn't text him that weekend. Like, I just don't want to do anything. That's like not a good place to be in. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I'm, I'm lonely, but not doing anything to change it. So I made the decision. I was just like, oh, screw it. I'm quitting my job. I'm moving back to New York and I'm buying a house. Which is like, it's such a bad. <laughs> Don't quit your job in my house. But I was like, I'm gonna like I had money saved up, mm-hmm. um, so I was like, I can put the down payment out of house, uh, and I just want to see what I can do with this company thing. Like, there's something I'm passionate about. I had like other friends that are doing it, like Scott with Dynamic, Don with Arc. I'm seeing what they're doing, and I was like, this is a viable option if you do it right. Yeah. So I kind of went for it, you know, it's like a dumb decision. Don't get me wrong. Just like, yeah, I'm going to quit my job and start something completely new on my own. Like no guaranteed income, no nothing. Just go for it. Do what makes you happy. And it like, it worked out like for a little bit, uh, like in terms I was able to sustain myself because like company was new, everyone wanted stuff, but then it kind of died down. So, I was able to get, I got like a part-time job uh, and I had a job that I actually love to do. And that's strange how fingerboarding has brought me to this, to like where yeah. like, everything in my life for the past, like, I'd say like 12 years or so, basically since I moved to Mass, has all been because of fingerboarding. Every single step I've made personally almost has been because of fingerboarding. That, that's quite 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 a cool story. Like, I I think if you don't don't try things, like you never get anywhere. Like, 
I moved to Berlin without knowing anyone. Like I just knew I had to go get out where I used to live, moved 700 kilometers north, and yeah. Sometimes you just have to go for it. Yeah, and I think uh, just in general for everyone, but like you know, people go to college. Sometimes they'll go away to college. Sometimes they stay local. I think everyone should move away from their hometown, hometown area. Yeah. For yeah. whether you go back, that's that's absolutely fine. You know, like home is home. But getting yourself into a completely new environment and changing your surroundings entirely helps you grow as a person in ways that you don't even think. Like think, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's like that was something I was not expecting at all. But it's like you meet all these different. What's cool, then you can just kind of tell stories from your, like, your hometown that, you know, that no one knows what the hell you're talking about, and it's new to them. <laughs> I tell yep. someone about my favorite pizza place here, like, yeah, dude, I know, I've been there. <laughs> you tell you tell someone out in mass, like, yo, I need to tell you about this pizza place, like, yo, let me hear about it. So you you didn't have any uh, previous, uh, like, experience with uh, stonework, you just... No, just went, just went for it. Google, how, what do you, how, how do you cut granite? Wet saw. Okay. How to polish granite? Oh, polisher. Got it. All right. Let's just go for it. You know, like I <laughs> the best equipment to do it. Like I don't have, like everything's by hand. Like I got a better saw, but when it comes to the polishing, like unless I want to spend thousands of dollars on like something that will like round the edges for me and get it all nice, like something that you use for a countertop. Like they're the only options, like a hand pot. So everything's done by hand, which a lot of people don't get. They think I just buy all these pieces pre-polished and cut and everything. It's like no, I cut and polish everything by hand, and it takes forever, and it's a hundred percent worth it. <laughs> yeah, I for some reason I always assumed that you were like a stonemason or something like that, because like when I when I saw the the thing that Julian has, like, what do you call that? The lounge. Uh, the lounge, yeah. Like, all the edges were clear, like, everything fit, like, no gaps between, like, and I just assumed, oh, that's someone who does that for a living and thought, yeah, why don't make fingerboard rooms? Nope, I was a manager of a drugstore. <laughs> <laughs> Dedication. Cool. And um, uh, would you say you uh, get most of your business via your webpage or your Instagram account since you talked well, I mean, earlier about? I would say the majority of the traffic to my website comes from Instagram. Okay. So, uh, that, I mean, that's what probably put the name out there is just mm. through that form of media. And yeah, like, like I said, I not have. Like it makes me feel dirty just doing it because I'm not a big fan of the, the platform itself. But yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, but to be honest, you almost had to do it because yeah. I mean the need was there. Like I was texting Jay and asking him, dude, does Ryan have some sort of contact? Because people are spamming me. They want this shit. Like. <laughs> we need to do something so and he was like oh yeah he just made something <laughs> like, also, i was getting followers before i even posted a single thing it was just my name and like i think my first follower is my buddy alex garcia i'm like how did you even find my account but yeah i mean it's like i said i, I have enjoyed like the, the reach out and I mean, it's totally easier just spending an hour to film one trick that, you know, actually gets out there than it is to do a whole video on YouTube that no one will see. So that's mm. like, it, fe it feels nice to actually be reaching out to people. Yeah. Mm. Um, with your, uh, with the obstacles you create, do you, uh, do you look at skate park obstacles and draw inspiration from them? Because a lot of your things are quite unique. Like, I I haven't seen most of them in, like, uh, a real setting. Like, they mm -hmm. could as well exist, but, yeah. 
Uh, I kind of draw from everywhere. Like, a planner is a planner. You know, there's nothing yeah. special about that. Uh, the lounge was inspired by a thing in Skate 3 at the university. It was just like a le- like a box with a bench on it. So then I kind of, like, in that one, I just made out a whim. I was trying to, I was home, and I was like, I, I want to make something new. Uh, so, again, I was home for two days. So the first day, I just made a bunch of little simple benches because I couldn't think of anything else to do. And then the idea came to me at night, and I was like, all right, I'm going to try to make two of these. Um, and, yeah, it's kind of like I'll, I, I'm constantly watching skate videos, not even to watch the tricks. I'm just looking at the spots to see, like, oh, what would be cool? What would work? Um, and I've always been interested in design. Like, in, in Skate 3, I was constantly designing skate parks. I just found that insanely fun. And I, I helped Mike design a few uh, parks or spots on parks and things like that. And a lot of times it's just I think of a trick and I build a obstacle around it. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to make it look as real as possible in terms of like, oh, yeah, this would be out in the real world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think most of them I could see like in a mall or somewhere they could just like hang out somewhere yeah sometimes people reach out to me like uh the patio was kind of something designed yeah i know julian i know (laughs) but that that was something that me he he wanted uh like um what was it something similar to the the was it the vista table the flat face vista table he's like i want yeah he's like i want like a big like ledge thing but like kind of set up like a table and the thing in the center so i designed it for like my version of it which had like the same ledge thing like with the legs in the middle uh and then i just hadn't heard from him from a while so then i made my own adjustments from there i was like okay i didn't really feel these measurements so let me go with this um and then instead of making it double-sided because what's the what's the point of that because the same on both sides you know like i want like even the planner, initially the planner, it was all one level, just a simple planner. But then I was like, well, it's the same on both sides. What's the point? So then I made the extension to make it, you know, different. And you had doubles the options that you can do, you know. Uh, so, I mean, it's just kind of, I I have like a bunch of pieces of granite and I just set them up. And it's like, oh, yeah, this, uh, this, this would work. Let me figure out something I can do with that, you know, make it kind of look different. Have you... Uh... Have you ever done like a full park out of your obstacles, like or even considered, or are you more interested in like spots and modularity? And if you could see my my SketchUp saves, <laughs> I just have tons of like parks I've designed, and it's just I constantly go back to them, be like, okay, this wouldn't work, these dimensions won't work. Uh, I will eventually be making something sometime over the summer. So I can start doing events and, but nothing, nothing like huge, huge, but something with a couple spots, like uh, the courthouse ledge that I built like a while ago, people really want to use or just, so I think I might, you know, incorporate that into like, just build a park around that basically. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's a big thing with granite is it's heavy and it's not the easiest thing to work with. So it's like, I don't want to. Like it hasn't been like at the forefront of my priorities because like it's it's such a like a what's it called a task to take on. Mm. It just built like yeah. out of entire like I you know use wood for the like skeleton of like the little pieces the whole thing is up but like every everything that you would see would be granite and it's, it's a big project but I'm looking forward to doing one. It just I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, because when when I saw the uh, the patio uh, like the downwards patio with the stairs stairs yeah yeah like when i saw that one i was like that that would look sick in a a park yeah i'm gonna be making uh one for myself once i i I ran out of like a lot of my materials due to covid19 so i've been waiting to get a shipment of stuff so i can but i'm gonna build one with stairs in the front too and that one just came up as uh one of the people that's ordered a few things from me is like, yeah, like I want to get something. I don't know what to get. And I'm like, well, the, I re- love the patio. It's very versatile. You can do a ton of stuff with it. Um, and he's like, yeah, that's kind of something that I need. And I was like, well, here, I'm sorry, Julian. <laughs> For anyone watching, I, 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 ma- I mailed him one and it 
didn't get delivered to his house and they sent it back the next day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it got lost. Yeah, so, so I haven't gotten it back. Lost, uh, loved. But I was like, oh, well, here's like, because I built an XL one for Mike with had like little stairs in the center. Uh, and <laughs> oh, then I was like, oh, I could cool. do stairs on the side. That's kind of something I've been wanting to do. And so, I, you know, I, in SketchUp, I built just sort of one of those. And he's like, yeah, I want that. It's like, perfect. I think I asked, asked all the questions I wanted to ask. Yeah. I, I dialed my stuff in at the start, basically. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, um, unless you have anything else you want to get out there or... Yeah. Just make videos. <laughs> my, my YouTube, I'm subscribed to probably 90% fingerboard accounts, and all I see is everything but fingerboarding. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I I get it, I guess. I don't know. Like I like I stopped making videos. Like I I'm trying to get more back into it. But everything yeah. has to like be right for me right now. It's like I have to have the right song, the right spots. The right everything, and it's I just I invest I got new I just ordered new lights, uh, I ordered two new lenses. Like I'm going in for I'm gonna be making more videos. Uh, it's like I just had a, a buddy move in in with me, so I had to move my part out of my room. So that's why I haven't really done much with any like even clips really for the most part. It's like I had him in this room, and this room is tiny. Like it was I have room for a computer, and then there's like a little spot over here to my left, and I had my park in there and. I, I was so constricted and like I couldn't because I like doing 180s and like weird little contortion thingies, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's what get, that's what gets me going. Where it's like, oh yeah, I've never seen someone do that. So let me try doing something like that. Uh, I couldn't do it, so it, just, it killed all my motivation. So like two days ago, I was like, ah, screw it, I'm done. I tried filming a trick for like an hour, came up with nothing. So I was like, screw it. Took everything, put it to my like I have a room in my basement that will eventually be my roommate's room once I get it redone. But uh, I was like, screw it, park's going down there. I'm gonna get new lights. I'm going all in. I want to make videos again. <laughs> and I have have a couple songs in mind that and I've, all I've been doing lately is watching videos on editing, like different things I could do. Uh, so it's like I'm fully invested in this right now. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I I, I thought about making a youtube channel as well because i like i put so much effort in when i do film a part and just have it on instagram or post somewhere else like it just gets lost and i maybe i will just upload them somewhere like just for myself yeah like i mean that's that's what i did with i mean, i guess i'll call it a part like my most recent one that yeah. i don't know i put it out but uh it was just because i went years without posting any YouTube videos. I just, I, but I would film, I'd be inspired, like, oh, I want to do this trick. So I'd film it and it would just be like, you know, maybe a trick a month, two tricks every couple, like it just got like, over a three year period. It's just like when I, I did nothing with it, I just had it on my computer and I would put it into a timeline and like have it on my phone. And then, so I'm like, dude, Ryan, why don't you make videos anymore? It's like, well, I'm like filming. I just don't do anything with it. You know, like what's, there was no point in it. I didn't, have Instagram I just it was there for me you know uh but it's eventually I was like I screw it I'm just gonna put it together and it's honestly probably like I put very minimal effort into the edit itself really like I didn't go in with the ramp slow-mos like I normally do uh the song just kind of hit me one day and it's, I had like di several different songs I wanted to go through for this like because I always film with intent like okay I will eventually make a part and I had different yeah. songs throughout the entire time. But the song hit me one day, and I was like, and I had all this footage, and I just moved back home, and it's like, like, and songs is like, I'm on my way. Like, it's like, oh, it just, it felt right. Everything about it felt right. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to throw a thing together. And like I said, I put, like, I spent hours on a trip. I have no problem. I'm not the consistent guy. I'm the I will never give up guy. <laughs> um, same here <laughs> so I, and it's like I will keep filming something until I get it the way I want uh, so that's like I wanted to include a lot like I didn't capture all of my like sketching lands I captured like maybe like half of them 
because like i mean i mark everything and watch it like okay what did i screw up here let me make sure this angle's right like how's the lighting uh so then i started capturing them and i just saved them all i was like eh, you know like because i started i think with my third part i made like a or like maybe second i don't know uh but i made a uh video of just the be like the unused clips and like the sketchy stuff all that and Mm-hmm. they kind of became some of my favorite videos because it's just kind of there you know there's no, no it's not your your edit isn't outshining the clip That's it's six. just the clips yeah. uh i think it was my third part i did that for and then the fourth one which was paradise 2 i again just had more unused but like that's one i did at the rendezvous location and uh it's just, and those ones, just songs, just like, okay, yeah, this will work, I guess. And I, I, I listened, it was a Tim Hurley song. I don't know if people know. Take, do you remember Tim Hurley? No. Uh, so. uh, he's from New York. He lives in New York City now. He, he's still, he'll still show up every once in a while, uh, him and Kevin. Um, but he makes his own music. I can play his, uh, Wait, well, you're talking about the finger border? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, so um yeah he like he just put out eps online and there's this one song it's called like i think pigeon toad and i was like this i'm really digging this song for some reason and so <laughs> i use that in the in the b-roll video and it, just, it just comes about and it's like i love that video now just because it's a tim early song it's <laughs> actually uh the very first time i went to mike's house uh for a rendezvous i didn't talk to anyone i just went inside went to the kitchen counter and just started fingerboarding I said hi to my buddy Joel that like he was the one that got me invited in there and I was just fingerboarding and the first person to talk to me was Tim Hurley and he's just like he's always had like that spot in my heart ever since I love Tim so uh yeah and then being able to use his song and one of the things is just like amazing yeah I think that like that's, that's a good, closing that's a good yeah, a good place to wrap up. So I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Like this hey, has been this has been an awesome chat, and yeah, maybe you you get to go to Germany somewhere in the future again, or we well, get. I, over. I was hoping to go sometime this year, but you know, current times they're probably not going to allow that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking yeah, at flight. Probably, like, probably Azzy has to be rescheduled. Yeah. Uh, it due was to supposed, current situation. So, it's what's supposed um, to happen in July. And it's not maybe de- delay, delay getting tickets. Right. We will always be here for a session. Um, but yeah, if you want to have the event as well, then maybe just wait for a bit. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, so thanks again, and yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.